from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, June 10th, 2020. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Yesterday was a big milestone when it comes to tracking the number of COVID-19 cases in Ohio. It not only marks three months since our first reported case in the state, it's also the lowest number of new cases we've had in two months. The new numbers coming from the Department of Health show the state now has more than 36,000 confirmed cases. The number of new cases, 278. April 14th was the last time we had numbers that low, and at that time we could not test nearly as many people, and prisons hadn't started reporting their cases. Doctors, including one in Cleveland, have expressed concern about large groups of protesters spreading the coronavirus, and Governor Mike DeWine is also weighing in on it. ONN's Dave James reports. DeWine says mayors in Ohio that he talked with encouraged him to remind people that the pandemic is still a reality. I am concerned about the health risk in regard to the protests. I mean, I see the same pictures everybody else uh, sees. And so it is disturbing, frankly, when you see uh, protesters who are out there who don't wear a mask and, and who are not social distancing. We, we worry about that. Dr. Nicholas Dreyer of Metro Health in Cleveland has said he is certain there will be an uptick in cases because of the protesting taking place. Dave James, I went in news. Minneapolis City Council has voted to defund their police department. Could it happen in Ohio cities? Well, Yolanda Harris reports. Governor Mike DeWine talked about several different areas of law enforcement he wants to take a look at, like the use of chemical sprays and how to disperse a crowd that won't listen. The governor was perfectly clear he will not listen to efforts to defund police departments here. Well, I'm not in favor of defunding the police. I think that would be absurd. Um, you know, I I can't imagine, uh, you know, what, what people are thinking. Um, about defunding the police. The governor did say this doesn't mean lawmakers shouldn't look at making some changes. I'm Yolanda Harris. Two state legislators are hoping to convince their colleagues to approve a resolution that would declare racism a public health crisis. More from Scott Light. Democrats Sandra Williams and Herschel Craig called on lawmakers at the state house to acknowledge the fact that racism does play a role in regards to the disparities in health care, housing, education and policing. The two co-sponsors say once lawmakers can agree there is a problem, they can begin finding solutions. We're in a crisis right now. We're in a crisis. It seems normal because that's what we've been doing for so long. But we are in a crisis that definitely has to stop. The resolution already has about 200 people who want to testify, meaning a second hearing will start next week. I'm Scott Light. A retired longtime police officer in Columbus says she's hoping to work on a citizens review board, which the mayor is in the process of setting up. ONN's Lacey Crisp reports. When Regina Dudley joined Columbus police back in 1984, there weren't many black females, maybe 10 or 15. That pushed her to show, especially other African-Americans, they could trust officers. The majority of officers aren't out there to hurt you. Dudley retired after serving 33 years on the department. She says while she supports protests, it saddens her to see violent destruction. She says people need to come together. People are so apt to call the race card now, which, yes, racism is there. But how about going back to right? Lacey Crisp in Columbus.
A party overnight turned deadly in Toledo. Ariel Onstott reports that police continue to investigate what happened. This all started out as a graduation party in North Toledo, and it ended with four people shot and one person dead. The shooting went down around one this morning. First responders found one person suffering from a gunshot wound and rushed them to the hospital. They were pronounced dead later at the hospital. And as to the three other people shot, police say all of these injuries are not life-threatening. Ariel Onstott. A northeastern Ohio City councilman is facing multiple felony charges after he allegedly helped funnel taxpayer dollars to a business he owns. ONN's Eric Brown has more. A Cuyahoga County grand jury on Tuesday returned a four-count indictment against John Jack Petchy, including three counts of having an unlawful interest in a public contract and another count of attempting the same. Following a swearing-in to the Brexville City Council in 2018, prosecutors say Petchy voted three times to give a city contract to USA Roofing Incorporated, which he found Founded in 1995 and still owns to this day. Petchy did not disclose his interest until August of last year, only after the company secured a $154,000 agreement to build the new Brexville police station. Eric Brown, ONN News. And the PGA's annual Memorial Golf Tournament in the Columbus suburb of Dublin will start July 16th. Dom Tiberi says up to 8,000 fans at a time will be allowed on the course, but must wear masks and have their temperatures checked before entering. Muirfield will host the annual Memorial Tournament. It has been pushed back over a month because of the COVID-19. This will be the first sporting event back that will allow fans to attend. I had a chance to talk to tournament director Dan Sullivan. There's a huge responsibility. We don't want to take it lightly. We want to make sure that we do it right. And we know that if we do it right, everyone else will be able to follow along, whether it's a golf tournament or a concert or a sporting event. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett for the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.